but we'd be looking at each other going, we are making memories. Like these kids are always going to remember this. The best memories just seem like they happen to pop up in the middle of daily life. Welcome to Cultivating the Lovely. I'm your host, Mackenzie Coppa. You can find out more about the podcast at cultivatingthelovely.com in our Yellow Brick Road membership community at patreon.com slash cultivatingthelovely and in our Facebook group. I would also love to connect with you on Instagram where you can find me at Mackenzie Coppa. That's M-A-C-K-E-N-Z-I-E-K-O-P-P-A. Ladies, it is the last week of season four of the podcast. Can you believe we've made it through a whole nother year? It's just been amazing to see the community that has grown up around this podcast and all of the ways that you ladies reach out to me. I love interacting with you. And for this episode, I wanted to bring on one of my real life friends again, Shell Bruzis, who's actually going to be on the show a few times throughout this season talking about different things. But we just wanted to do like a breakdown of summer, a fun episode where we're talking about our favorite things and what we think about summer and how this year has gone. So that's sort of what this episode is about. But I just wanted to send you a big thank you. I wanted to tell all of you who listen to this show faithfully and tell your friends about it and post about it that it means the world to me that you do that. You guys are really the reason why this show continues. We're bringing a lot of fun new things to CTL and the Patreon community and everything in the month of August. Some of it has already started, if you didn't know. We've got this great core group of Patreon ladies that are meeting together every single morning. You guys, we have the morning show back. And I was a little worried that it would be really stressful for me and take a lot out of me, but it's turned out that it has been so much fun. The lives have actually gone much longer than I expected them to. It's basically been like a webinar every morning as we have been working through everything that we can do to stay sane in the back to school season. So this first week that we just did was all about our calendar and routines and getting things set up so they can move smoothly into the new school year. But then this week, we have been working on our meal planning, which is such a huge thing to be getting off of our list of things to do. We are using Plan to Eat. You guys know you can get that 60-day free trial if you go to plantoeat.com slash lovely. 60 days. We are planning all the way through the first month of the school year. So we have all of our meal plans ready to go. And I'm walking everyone step by step through it. We're going to be talking about our working spaces, like your homework station and all of that, and how to get things set up. And then the final week is just about our own personal sanity for the school year. It's going so well and I am so enjoying being able to chat with everyone. If you want to be a part of that, you should come over and join us in Patreon, patreon.com slash cultivating the lovely. You can get in on the daily morning show for just $3 a month. That's like nothing. So you could sacrifice one cup of coffee, less than a cup of coffee, and come join us in Patreon and we would love to have you be a part of that community. But we also have a lot going on on Instagram. I love connecting with you guys there at Mackenzie Coppa. There's always so much fun going on in the stories and talking with you all. And I am doing a ton of work this week for our rebrand that is coming next week. I'm so excited about it. So that's kind of what's on the docket, what's been going on. I'm so grateful to all of you ladies for hanging with me for four years of this show. There are so many who've been with me from the very beginning. It's amazing to me when you guys come out of the woodwork and talk about the old Periscope days and everything. It's just so much fun. All right, but right now, let's get into this fun episode with Shell where we just talk about summer and wrapping up summer. Shell, welcome back. 
Hey, friend. Thanks for having me back. I am so excited to have you on the show. And really, it's just the first of many times this season that you're going to join me, which thrills me. Oh, well, it's going to be fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to it, too. I had such a great response from the last episode that we did, and I always just think it's more fun, and I hear this from listeners too, that when it's someone I know in real life, there's just a different rapport in the way that we talk, and it's really fun for people to listen to. I mean, I know some of my favorite podcasts, like the Big Boo cast, that they're just good friends talking Mm -hmm. and laughing together, and you really feel like you're just a fly on the wall to somebody's discussion, which I think is super enjoyable. So. Yeah, that, that's the best. And that's what, um, ha- it becomes such less a scary thing to think about. Like, it's not really as much of a podcast because that really intimidates me. If I can yeah. think of it as more of a conversation with you, then I'm good. <laughs> yeah, so we're just like hanging out and we get right. to chit-chat and I think exactly. that's fun. Yeah, I talked mm-hmm. about that on Instagram tonight. I did a quick story and I was like, I get to hang out with my friend and talk for an hour And it's my job. And I love that. There's nothing better than that. (laughs) There really isn't. And this is one of those really fun episodes. It's actually the last episode of season four, you guys. I can't believe it. We are about to embark on season five. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. But we thought for the end of the season, kind of we're starting to wrap up summer. There's still a little bit left, but we just thought it would be a fun time to do a favorites episode. I've done them with a few other people, especially Rebecca, but Shell has so many fun things to say and fun, you know, suggestions and whatnot. I thought it would be really fun to do one with her and it'd just be a nice way to kind of cap off the season. So that's what yeah. Yippee. Yes. So we're going to do like all of our kind of favorite things that we have done this summer from books to shows to, I'm even going to say a couple of things like I'm looking forward to the end of the summer. Oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Listening and our menu and some favorite finds and and thoughts on summer. And so I think it'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we've had, I mean, Shell and I have gotten to go out to the lake a few times lately, which has been yes. amazing. Yeah. We've had a lot of discussions about that in and of itself, like mm-hmm. thoughts on summer. Cause we've had a pretty yeah. busy summer, each of us. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And, and you, especially like you are so hospitable. She's a two, you guys. On the, <laughs> You're so hospitable. And it was like, even when you thought you were going to have these downtimes, you ended up super busy. Yeah, this has been my summer of people and I loved it. Like it's been the best and yeah, I, I wouldn't trade it for anything else. It's, it literally has been the best summer. Um, Yeah. And give me all the people. (laughs) I know we really, Shell and I have really gotten to sink into our extrovertedness Uh summer. I feel like, like we, we've, and we've been able to take advantage of a lot of like spontaneous getting together. Yes. It's doing life together. Yeah. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. just like we live close enough where we can be like, oh, let's just do this thing right now. Or yep. I'll just take your kids or I'll just, mm-hmm. you know, keep them for dinner and then we'll get back or let's go to the lake. Or And mm-hmm. I just, I've loved, while summer has been hard for me just because yeah. trying to juggle so much and work and the stress of the divorce and like all of those yeah. things all at the same time. It's also like I've been feeling like my friends have been made even more into family this summer. Mm -hmm. And that's just been so sweet. And I've loved all the times that we've been able to get away. And especially like we were talking about 
at the lake. There's just mm-hmm. something about being at the lake that is yeah. like good for the soul. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Healing. Yeah. Relaxing. <laughs> yeah. Just like all the different sensations, the sound of the water mm-hmm. and the way your kids play that's different yeah. from when they're at like a pool. And yeah. yeah, it's just been so soul nourishing both times. Yes. Yeah. I think it's exactly what we have both needed yeah. in the midst of some really busy, lots of busyness. And for you, of course, it's been a lot of work. And for me, it's just been a lot of people. So yeah. Which yeah. is a lot of work. Well, yeah. <laughs> You're constantly hosting yeah. people. Yeah. 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 So I just think we've both, I think, enjoyed like yes. something about being at the lake. It's especially because you drive a little bit away. You have to take that intentional pause. Yeah. It's like a getaway in a day. It really yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah. And the kids are so happy and just seeing them yes. in the water and oh, it's the best. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was so fun. And just getting to take those pictures and stuff, even like we talked yeah. about, it's important for us to get pictures of our kids with their friends and, right. and be able to see those differences as they change from year to year and build those memories. Yeah. I think we've had some like crazy memory things too, where we have ended up at your house with a few friends <laughs> on these nights where we had these crazy storms yeah. and they were just insane, but we'd be looking at each other going, we are making memories. Like these kids are so always going to remember this. The best memories just seem like they happen to pop up in the middle of daily life. Mm-hmm. And- Unplanned, spontaneous, um, more fun than if you were to plan something in advance and spend a lot of money on it. <laughs> yeah, totally. And and they were such unexpected things too. Like it wasn't even forecasted that we were supposed to have storms. Right. <laughs> they happened. Yeah, it like, was a total surprise. <laughs> yeah. What is going on? But it was just, it was so much fun. It was just one of those things I feel like will forever be cemented. In I know. I agree. And I think our kids will all be able to say, and I can even say this, that it was the most amazing lightning storm I have yeah. ever seen in my entire life. And we should have yeah. got together. It was really fun. <laughs> yeah. It was seriously amazing. And it was so fun uh-huh. because, I mean, you guys, you have to understand like where Shell lives overlooks the river and like the bluff and like this whole area where you could just see everything and the entire lightning storm. We could sit out there on the hill. And I have to say that it was so funny to see all the different personalities emerge mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, in the stress of a storm <laughs> because everybody handled it differently you know yes some people were incredibly nervous and thinking of everything that could go wrong and then some people were just like taking advantage of it and let's be out here and soak up every second of it and, like it was just so oh. funny to see how everybody handled it differently it was yeah it was it, it was, was a memory time. for sure yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah so that's just kind of like we've we've really gotten to enjoy summer as friends and, yes. and build memories and get away, which has been so nice. But we also have been trying to keep each other accountable to resting. Like yeah. you've had so many people over. You've had to take those intentional rests, even cancel yeah. plans sometimes and like make sure you're taking care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And- I'm just thankful for the accountability because um, it's just so much nicer to not feel like, you know, to have a friend that's looking out for you that can check in on those things and um, yeah, then trying to be <laughs> disciplined enough to do it yourself. Um, yeah. So I appreciate that a lot. I think that for me, the resting is such an important part 
of being able to continue to have all the people and to host and to have this busy full mm-hmm. life. Um, it's just, it's a, it's preventative. Yeah. <laughs> if I want to continue to have like all this fun, um, with all the people, then I got to keep, keep resting. So, yeah. Well, I think we both have noticed as we've gotten a little bit older too, that as like when you're younger, you can push harder oh, yeah. for longer. And then you get to your mid and later 30s and it's like, oh no, like physically can't do it. I literally am going to crash and burn if I don't take care of myself. Yeah. I know. Remember when we were young, like we could literally go for days without sleep and feel no effect from it. Like, and unfortunately in your 30s that you don't have that privilege anymore. (laughs) We haven't experienced that. Yeah. It's gone. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's vital. It's like, we, yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not only just tired. It makes me not as good of a mom. You know, it's like, right. I have to make sure yeah. I'm keeping on top of those things or finding ways to, to make up for mm-hmm. it because I, I get, what's the, the sleep deprived version of hangry, <laughs> <laughs> whatever that is. You think we should have a word for that by now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So let's dive in here, though, to our favorites, because I know we've both had a few of them, at least in all these different categories. So books, what have you been reading? Oh, a lot of reading. And um, reading is just one of those things for me that I know is a really important part of like soul care, self-care for me. I need to be reading to be in a healthy place. So the summer has been like so fun and full of so much reading. I think, and I, oh, and I've rediscovered fiction because it's been a while since I, yeah, I know. Back to reading fiction again. And summer's such a great time for that too, I feel yeah. like. So yeah. Um, my favorite read this summer for fiction is um, The Language of Flowers. Um, okay. By I think I remember Vanessa. you talking about that. Yeah. Oh, so, so, so good. I love, love that by, one. Were you going to say? Oh, Vanessa Diffenbaugh is the hmm. name of the author. Um, but I like highly recommend it five stars it's just an incredible story I remember you t- that was like did you read that at the beginning of the summer yes mm-hmm. okay. writing is amazing that's awesome because I I've read this summer but not nearly as much as I wanted to although I have been trying to get into more fiction as well yeah but how many fiction books have you read this summer or books? I don't know. I guess, um, I don't even know, but I've lost count. I, I mean, I didn't count. Another book that I read that was fiction this summer that I really enjoyed too was I Capture the Castle. Yes. Um, yeah. I loved it. I loved it. Um, and then um, I'm reading lots of nonfiction too. And I guess I was listening to Belgravia on mm, Audible. Yeah. That's and right. that was, I, I didn't get very far into it yet, but um, I love listening as well as reading books. Yeah. And I'm really so, interested to see how far you get into Belgravia because I tried reading it. Yeah. It was so slow and just ended up giving up on it. I feel like this year, more than maybe any other year, I've given up on more books than I have in the past. Yeah. I don't know. I think it probably has more to do with me (laughs) than the books. Yeah. I'm just like in the season where it's like got to sweep me away or I just can't get into it. So yeah. But yeah. you have you have finished some fiction this summer, I think, right? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, what I do. Well, I, I've only read a couple, but I hope I didn't talk about this on the last podcast I did like this, but I read Waiting for Tom Hanks. 
which yes. was really cute. And yeah. it was when I didn't have my kids for a weekend or something. And so I read the whole thing in like a day. And so yeah, that was super fun to just kind of give myself a break. And it was a total, it's like the book is actually based on rom-coms. It's about rom-coms and I love rom-coms. Yes. So it was, yeah, it was just a really fun, fun read. And then, but most recently I read The Gown, which I love a really good historical fiction mm -hmm. novel, mm -hmm. like where you can tell they've done their research. It was so yes. interesting to me because, of course, I started Googling because you're going, okay, there are parts of the story that are real. You know, yeah. they are talking about Queen Elizabeth's gown. I mean, she was princess at the time, but when she was mm -hmm. married that gown was actually made and it was actually made by this designer. And, you know, so who mm -hmm. in this story is real and who isn't? And so I started Googling and because one of them becomes like this famous artist. And so you're going, is this really a famous artist? Like, can I see her work? And then you find mm -hmm. out like all these people have been Googling the same thing, wondering like, wow. And then That's she so wasn't. <laughs> but, oh, but she did such a good job of creating this character that you think like, this has got to be a real person. So that was really no. fun. Yeah, that sounds amazing. That's on my list. You, I'm totally, I can't wait to read it. Um, and then the one I'm reading right now that's so good, um, that's also historical fiction, is um, Becoming Mrs. Lewis. Yeah. Um, yeah, by Patty Callahan. And, um, Which is about C.S. Yeah. Lewis's wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah Joy. Um, anyhow, one of the parts in the book that I have just loved so much um, that I keep thinking about almost on a daily basis, really, um, is that she's talking with her friend um, just about their relationship with God. and. Uh, her friend just is asking her questions like, and she just said like, what is Christianity to you? And she said that it's a constant unfolding um, and unfolding to new life. And I just love that so much. So yeah. that's something that has stuck with me from the book. And I'm about halfway through and she's just met C.S. Lewis and they're really good friends. They've been writing to each other and it's just beautifully written. I'm so excited to finish it, oh. but um, yeah, only about halfway through so far. Yeah, that sounds like a really good one. I'm going to need to put yeah. that on my list. I think sure. so. Yeah, that sounds good. I have a, a lot of nonfiction that I'm mostly cramming yes. for the podcast. Right. <laughs> <laughs> because I've just gotten stacks upon stacks yeah. of books. And so it's a little bit of like filtering out, well, what are we actually going to have on the show and what are we not? But there's a few yeah. that I'm really excited about. Um, well, I'm reading Do Less and I'm not going to have Kate Northrop on the podcast. Okay. But I'm really enjoying the book because it's talking about our cycles and how a way that we don't really view our cycles in our culture. Like we just don't right. know enough about them. And mm -hmm. so that's been super interesting. And being able to talk about it with a lot of the Patreon ladies has been interesting too. Yeah. That's so fun. Yeah. And I, we've talked about that a lot, how just yes. impactful that information mm -hmm. is and everything. Yeah. But I think, I mean, out of my stack of books, there's so many, and I'm sure they're all going to be good, but I have three that I've like started reading or I'm about to start reading that I'm the most excited about. Mm -hmm. And one is Start With Your People by Brian Dixon. And it's a business book, but it's also about how he went from having this very like business driven mindset to realizing that his business would thrive better if he focused on the people first mm, instead of the numbers and the projects and stuff yeah and how he kind of went through that transformation himself so that is interesting and then rhythms of renewal by rebecca lyons 
Mm -hmm. I think looks, I've only flipped through this one so far, but it looks amazing and it's not too terribly long, which always (laughs) excites me. You have big stack. Yes. (laughs) You're plowing through. And and nonfiction always takes me longer to read. And so when it's like a little bit shorter, but like packed with good stuff, and that always makes me think too, like, okay, they weren't superfluous with their words to just try to make Mm -hmm. a longer book. Um, so I'm really looking forward to reading. And I think there's a bit of like a workbook aspect to that book too that I'm looking forward to. Ladies, as many of you know, in Patreon this month, we have actually been talking about getting ready for back to school while keeping your sanity intact. And this week, when we have been walking through that process, we have been talking all about meal planning. Yes, an entire week on meal planning. And a lot of that meal planning has been focused on using plan to eat because I've been using plan to eat personally for five years now. There is no better program out there for planning your meals, especially if you want to be using your own recipes, things that you already know and love. They're super easy to just be able to download straight into the program from the internet or put in by hand. That way you know that all your meals fit your dietary restrictions and the things that your family actually knows and likes and eats. But it has so many features that are so incredibly well thought out. As I have been talking about it with all the women in Patreon this past week, they have been amazed to see everything that it does. You can create entire menus that you can repeat over and over again throughout the year so you don't have to keep doing the work of thinking of how to plan your meals. You can put in prep notes so that they automatically show up and they populate over to your Google Calendar, which is amazing. So it'll tell you the day before if you need to take meat out of the freezer or you need to get something ready in advance. It completely makes your shopping list for you. And it puts everything right in the stores that you already are shopping for those items at. It's brilliant. You just drag and drop your meals onto the calendar as you're doing your meal planning. Nothing could be simpler than that. And they have amazing customer service. So if you have any questions, they're going to help you get all of your bugs and kinks and whatever worked out. They even have a feature where you can be friends with other people within the site and share recipes and menus with each other. It's just so well done. It's so brilliant. And it is hands down the best thing that you can be doing for yourself to take decision fatigue off the table and help you to keep your sanity at the beginning of this school year. And really, you've got nothing to lose because Plan to Eat is offering my listeners a 60-day free trial. You don't even have to put in your credit card. Normally, it's a subscription service and you pay $4.95 a month or $39 a year. That's only 75 cents a week. It is totally, totally worth it. But you can get the 60 days free to really be able to sink your teeth into it and see if it works for you. So you can just go to plantoeat.com slash lovely, give it a try, see what you think. I want to know what you think. You can friend me on there. You can find me at Bold Turquoise, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be a game changer for you. So that's plantoeat.com slash lovely. And then this one, When to Walk Away by Gary Thomas. Yeah. I think it's going to be really good releasing in October and it's got chapters specifically on marriage and it's got Mm -hmm. on friendship and like all these different things. But so far I've just read the introduction, but even at that, he admits how he didn't have a really clear picture of what like toxic people were like in the Mm -hmm. church. 
Mm -hmm. And he, you know, when people would come to him in his counseling ministry, he'd just be like, well, you just need to pray for them and you just need to, you know, be understanding Mm -hmm. and have grace and those kinds of things Mm -hmm. until he kind of was forced to have to confront like, oh, there's a different level of toxicity that's really like Mm -hmm. abusive that is happening to people. And so I'm really looking forward to reading that all the way through. Yeah, I think that one's going to yeah. be really good. I can't wait to read it as, as well. And I've read um, Sacred Marriage and Sacred Parenting. And I just love yeah. all of Gary Thomas's works. I have loved everything that he's written and um, that I've been able to read. Um, so yeah, that one, yeah, we'll have to read it together. Yes. And he's such an authority like on yeah. that topic specifically. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, I think it's going to be really, really good. And, and then getting to talk to him about it is going to be amazing. Yes. Oh, I'm yeah. so excited for you to talk to him. That will be amazing. Yeah. I think it'll be very mm-hmm. healing. Yeah. So, I yeah. know. I'm really thankful. Yeah. I just, I feel like God's hand is all over that book, that conversation you're going to have just personally and just for all the other people um, that yeah. it's really going to minister to. Yeah. Because I get that question all the time. Well, what resources do you recommend and what yes. books do you read and how yes. or do you recommend? And like, what, what did you read? How did you come to grips with things, especially in the church? Because mm-hmm. it, it tends to be a lot harder for, and I don't like to, I don't like to use this word very often, but for victims of abuse mm-hmm. in the church mm-hmm. to, to get the kind of support that they need because it's a very misunderstood thing. And a lot of times, even mm-hmm. without intentionally doing it, the church sides with the abuser because the Mm -hmm. victim is the person to walk away. And so the person to walk away gets the finger pointed at them instead of the person who caused the walking away. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just so looking forward to being able to have a resource like this to be able to point people to, because I'm not like a, Mm -hmm. you know, proponent for divorce. I'm not like telling people to go out and get divorces and stuff, but if you are dealing with really big issues, I'm just looking forward to being able to have a really solid resource to say, hey, go read this, see if it resonates with you. You know, I can't speak into what your marriage looks like, but maybe this is something that would help you. So Mm -hmm. I I would, I would love to read it with you. Yeah. I think that would be really really good, really smart. Let's do it. Do you have any other books? Um, oh, a couple nonfiction books. Yes. Um, I read early this summer, um, Suffering is Never for Nothing, um, which was just published. And it was, re- <laughs> it's actually by Elizabeth Elliot. Yeah. Oh, it is incredible. It is so, oh, just a healing, um, comforting book to read. It just was such a comfort to me. Um, it was actually a weekend of her speaking at a seminar that they took and transcribed her words into this book. So That's it's amazing. her actual words, just not written. Yeah. Um, and it is so, so good. Totally five stars recommendation from me on yeah. that one, um, for sure. And then right now we're reading our Bible study book, The Good and Beautiful God. Yes. Um, yeah. Which is like learning to fall in love with Jesus. Anyway, just yeah, talking about God's beauty and, um, how it draws us and then God's goodness and God's goodness is holds us. And then his truth convinces us. So beauty, yeah. truth, 
and goodness um, and focusing on our our walk with God in light of those things. And like you always say on the show, beauty matters so much. It matters so much in our relationship with God. So yeah. Well, and I like how that book really focuses on like changing your thought patterns and the narrative that you're seeing and believing and that kind of thing, Mm -hmm. which is, is really helpful and good. And he's not like trite about any, like he, no, he definitely like addresses issues pretty head on with whatever Mm -hmm. doubts you're having or frustrations. Like Mm -hmm. I I have appreciated the way he does that. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's very gentle and um, willing and allowing for people to struggle through and um, that God is, his love is still there under all of that. (laughs) Yeah. And it always will be. So, um, yeah, I, I'm really, it's uh, the author. I don't know. Maybe we didn't say yet, but it's James Brian Smith and um, I am really loving it. So it's been really great to be able to be in a study together and discussing the chapters and just the community around the book has um, made it that, that much more impactful. So. Yeah, absolutely. I think that has definitely helped take it deeper and make you contemplate it more. And yeah, I really liked that. Yeah. So that's what, that's what I've been reading. Yeah. That's what you've been reading. (laughs) We both have. Um, Any other ones? I think that's everything. Goodreads. I love Goodreads so much Yes, um, for keeping track. And I wish now that when you'd ask how many books you read this summer, I would love to have done a count on that, but I'll have to go back and check. Um, but it's such a yeah. great way to keep track of what people are reading, what you want to read and what you have read. Questions. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I yeah. love it. <laughs> yep. I love, I love being able to plug in what I've read and see my little mm-hmm. ticker go up of how much I I've know. read. It's been, it's been a rough year for reading for me, but I'm still, I'm trying to focus more on the enjoying of it and not just yes. the, the numbers. Yes. So. yes. And that is so important. And I've had so many years, Mackenzie too, where I just, I read nothing. Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of having a, like a big reading. Yeah, reading, you are. This has been the first in a long time that I can say like, I'm reading again, but yeah, it's good to get back to it. But there are so many, some years that are so hard that just even emotionally, it's hard to even just open a book, yeah. you know? Yeah. And totally. I really, really understand that struggle. And I think if that's where you're at, then just give yourself a lot of grace. Read for enjoyment and for the joy that it brings you, not because you're trying to, yeah, get through a bunch of books. <laughs> that number. Yes. I I think if like if I didn't have the podcast, I think I would just fully sink into fiction at yeah. this point. <laughs> but yeah. I have a podcast, so <laughs> that's not really an option. But but I have. I'm glad that I'm trying to like temper the the nonfiction with fiction more. I think that's helpful. Yeah. I know. I think feel like we're coming from opposite spots, but it's so yeah. it's kind of funny because yeah. I really do gravitate towards nonfiction. Um, yeah. But it's so good to lighten things up with some really good fiction. I'm, yeah. yeah. But, um, and I just love getting to hear about all these new books coming out from you first before they're even like, you know, on the radar available. So it's I know. Really fun to hear what's coming. Yeah. And it's fun too, because like I follow some other podcasts and different things. Like I feel like I've got my, my ear to the ground a little mm-hmm. bit more than I ever did before because I will, I've got an idea probably more coming for this season five than ever before. I, yeah. I knew like, oh, I've heard of that person like mentioning they were working on something. So right. I'm going to like pencil in that I think that's going to be coming and I want to have that person on the show. So that's been fun to then yeah. when I get the proposals like, oh, yep, there it is. <laughs> so that's been exciting and crazy to see how far out publishers are now 
booking. Like I have received bookings all the way through next May, which is just intense. Yeah, that is. That's that's far out. That's crazy. Yeah. So I'm excited about a lot of the stuff coming out and it does help me to be able to be a little bit pickier, but I keep Mm -hmm. thinking like, oh, I'm going to like just totally get away from having authors on the show and do more with just my friends and whatnot. But then I start seeing all these books coming out and I'm like, I can't not like there's so yes. many good things coming oh, out no. and, and yeah. people that I want to talk to and topics that yes. I want to talk about. And, and the books are such a great catalyst to be able to have really fun conversations. So yeah. Oh, this next season. I mean, since I've gotten a sneak preview of what's yeah. coming, it's going to be amazing. Yeah. It's going to be the best season yet. <laughs> yeah, I'm super excited. <laughs> okay. So still talking sort of about entertainment, but shifting shows. What have you been mm. watching? Well, <laughs> the same thing you have. I know. <laughs> I think I've, I've been doing more watching than you. Yeah. Definitely. No, I, I, yeah. I don't know. Maybe we share a favorite though. Yeah. <laughs> um, a while back, um, somebody can see had said, you have to, have you watched Victoria? And if you haven't, you have to watch it. And I thought, oh yeah, that sounds great. I need to do it. And I'd forgotten. And then at the beach last week, she's like, oh, have you started? Have you watched it? And I, I, I've totally forgotten too. So yeah. I've really gone through the whole first season in the last week and ugh, I could not I love it through? more. I okay. made it through the first season. So and did, you, did you know the scene I was talking about? Oh yeah. Oh Where yeah. Like, oh my word. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the whole, I just love everything about it. I don't think yeah. I've ever loved a first season of any period drama as much as this. I, I can yeah. really say that. <laughs> so, so good. And then we even had like, there were like inside jokes of things that I've been staying for a while and (laughs) and then yeah it was so fun when she was like I get it now I get it finally I don't have to like explain (laughs) Victoria and blah 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 but I just I love I love the transformation that happens with the characters in one and it's just it just is sweeping and it's innocent and it's it is it's it's beautiful it's yeah. really lovely. It, it is so lovely. Everything, everything about it. <laughs> I'm a huge, huge Victoria fan. So I love me it. Me too. Yeah, I am so thankful that you reminded me too. And then you watched a movie that you recommended to me, which was very sweet. And it has, oh, what's her name? Oh, Jessica. Man. Jessica Brown Finley. That's okay. Is. Yeah. Yes. And it was so sweet. And yeah. It was quirky and sweet. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And a really good pick me up. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Totally. It wasn't super long. Um, yeah. The guy that's in it was in another show that I recently watched and a very kind of different character. So it was fun to see him oh, in something totally different. Yeah. And yeah. So I really enjoyed that movie. Yeah. But then I, well, you've been watching yeah, also. What are you watching? Well, you watched Corfu. Oh, I did. Yeah. Um, Corfu. I got totally sidetracked with Victoria. <laughs> so I did, I think, was that season three that I'm on? I watched a couple episodes and now yeah. I'm back to, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So have, you gotten, to have you gotten to the episode yet where Ciro is singing? Your favorite oh my God. I have not. So funny. I, yeah. No. It's so funny. Yeah. Victoria so, took me by storm. So yes. well, I'm glad, I'm glad to hear that. And I, I, mean, I love Corfu too. And not quite as much probably as Victoria, but I do love Corfu because yes. I think that the acting choices are right. just 
So smart. Yeah. I mean, it's a great story, but if you actually sit back and just watch them as actors, I am just endlessly impressed every time. And even when they're in the background, like especially Larry, the choices mm-hmm. that he makes and the faces that he makes. And like, there is so <laughs> much comedic value. He doesn't leave anything <laughs> on the table. He just, I just love it. I think they do yes. such a good job. Oh no, when you pointed that out to me, I totally saw it, but I wouldn't have seen it on my own. So yeah. your acting skills, of course, could pick up on that. And I, but now I'm like, oh yeah, I see what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I always, I don't know if it, it's probably because I, I grew up doing some film work and stuff like that, that I uh-huh. always think of it like from the other side of the camera too, uh-huh. like having seen how things aren't, how they appear. Like when I was in the movie that I was in, like there was this horse-drawn carriage that, you know, they are at the train station and the carriage takes them away. There were never any horses. <laughs> it was just crew members who were hauling that sucker so across funny. the prairie and you just never saw it and they just added in the sound afterward, you know. And yeah. so I, I always am like curious about those kinds of things and like why they make the choices that they do and yeah. Yeah. I love thinking about it from that perspective, but I actually watched the fourth season, which you can't, it's very difficult to get a hold of. Yes. But that's okay. Yeah. But I, I watched it and that was the final season. And that was just like tore my heart out because the last episode Mm -hmm. of season three, I just, I felt like it was me. <laughs> like I was Louise. Mm. And I mm. just like, even I watched it a second time recently mm. and my boys were around and they were like, are you crying? Cause I am not a crier. And I just, <laughs> um, I'm like, yes. Oh my really- gosh. Oh. So yeah, it, that it tears you up, but it's also because the, the show ends when they're going into world war two. Mm-hmm. And so it, that happened. Like, this is a true story. This is what really kind of became of things and how people's lives were just turned upside down as they were preparing yeah. for war. And so that part of it was like kind of jarring and just like, oh my yeah. word, like this, people literally had to put their lives on hold, especially in Europe because right. of what was happening around them. And I think, yeah. you know, we all kind of need those reminders every once in a while, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of, a, I mean, it's strange to think of the show ending there because I mean, it must leave you hanging somewhat. Yeah. yeah it yeah. does. And so that's kind of heartbreaking, mm-hmm. but, but they did a good job of it, but yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's a heartbreaker. And then right now I'm watching the next season of Poldark, which I believe releases fairly soon. So I'm not oh. watching it too far ahead of other people. Um, so I'm watching Poldark and then I'm finishing up the, third season of Handmaid's Tale, which I know some people are like, what are you talking about? I can't believe you watched that. But I'm going to say again, like there's this weird amount of like that I can relate to it. Mm -hmm. And so it's almost like therapeutic (laughs) for me to watch. And then this one that I'm watching that is not fabulous, but now I'm kind of sucked in. And so I'm going to finish it. (laughs) (laughs) I know. (laughs) You're invested. Yeah. I knew that Mindy Kaling's version of Four Weddings and a Funeral was coming out on Hulu. I never watched the movie, so I went and watched the movie and was totally unimpressed with the movie. I felt like it was a poor man's Notting Hill. Like, they Mm -hmm. made that movie, and then they were like, wait, let's let's change a couple things and amp up the cast and amp up the acting 
and try again with Hugh Grant and they did Notting Hill and then Notting Hill was fabulous. So I felt like it just, the story wasn't like great. I felt like it was choppy. I felt like there was some bad acting. And yet here I am <laughs> watching Mindy Kaling's version because I, then I was curious. <laughs> but I feel like the same way I, because they, it's not the same story at all. Basically, the only thing they kept the same was that there's like a group of friends in London and somebody dies. Mm -hmm. But that's really all they kept the same. Everything else is completely different. And I like like all the characters except for one, the lead character. I think she's a terrible actress and it kills me. <laughs> Every time I sit there going, this is the choice you should have made when you said that line. So I'm like hypercritical, but I like everybody else. And now I'm like invested enough that I want yeah. So uh -huh. I'll keep oh. watching, but it's not, okay. it's not, a, I wouldn't like recommend like, oh, you just have nothing else to watch. You, you know, it's not going to be your best option out there. It's just something to watch. Not everything can be five stars. Right? It's true. It's true. <laughs> yeah. These days, a lot of workplaces offer some pretty nice perks. A snack station, 15 flavors of soda water, even insurance. But while it's nice to have a handful of trail mix and some water that tastes faintly of pomplamoose, that's not enough to subsist on. And neither is your or your spouse's workplace life insurance. This is where Policy Genius comes in. Policy Genius is the easy way to shop for life insurance online. In minutes, you can compare quotes from top insurers to find the right amount of coverage at the best possible price. The Policy Genius team can even look at your workplace life insurance policy and help you decide what else you might need and what you don't. And Policy Genius doesn't just make life insurance easy, they can also help you find the right home insurance, auto insurance, and disability insurance. I've been to their website and walked through the process to try to find the best products and services for myself. It's such a great website, it's so user-friendly and very easy to work with, and I love that they're not going to hound you afterward. You can just find the information that you need and the assurance that nobody's going to be calling you and bugging you and trying to sell you something. Thing. They just have a great service that allows you to get a good handle on what you need and offer you those products and services without driving you crazy, but helping you get the coverage that we all can honestly use. So remember, workplace life insurance policies are like workplace snacks. Better than nothing, but not quite enough. Head to policygenius.com today and find out how to supplement your or your spouse's workplace life insurance and better protect your family. Policy Genius. It's like a buffet made of life insurance, and what could be more delicious than that? Have you been watching anything else or is that, that's, I have not, you know what? That's a lot for me. I know I say, you really got me. And I mean, and that's the thing I, I find myself with shows unless I have a good recommendation, which all of the ones I listed were recommended to me by yeah. people that who's, you know, I love their taste. So, um, yeah, that's yeah. it. <laughs> and I think I watch a lot more variety, but then yes. I think that it gives me the ability to be like, okay, this is what you'll like. And this is what yeah. you'll like. Cause I've watched yeah. all these other random things. Okay. Well, I know we were going to talk kind of quickly about our food situations, <laughs> this <is> like <laughs> our menus and things we've been doing to try to make it easier on ourselves. Uh -huh. I know uh -huh. you have specifically something you've been doing a lot to make it easier. Yeah, simplified. I feel like probably since Willa, you know, our yeah, whole yeah. menu is yeah. just so 
so simple. Um, but yeah, this summer, it, I mean, we just have been probably getting really tired of the same five things over and over, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes I try and like, well, at least spread it out a little bit or whatever, but, um, just having spaghetti as one of those things has mm-hmm. been like, okay, I think everyone was a little over it. Um, yeah. but so when my friend Leslie came to visit, which is so amazing that you got to meet her and we I actually know. had this dinner, we shared this dinner yes. she made for me when I was down with a migraine, not feeling well at all. So she has got me on this kick and it's just, um, so easy to your recipe for it, but, um, just make whatever type of pasta you love best and then um, add pesto to it. Um, and I just get either Trader Joe's pesto or from Costco and yeah. throw that in there. And then I cook up sausage with, um, and you, I, I've even used like the Adele's like um, bacon and what is it? Yeah. Apple yes. from Costco. Yeah. So good with um, onions and then Parmesan cheese and it's one pot and it's yeah. so good. And summary and so we haven't gotten tired of that one yet and soon it's going to be soup season so we'll switch over to soup soon but um I can't for now that's been a big yeah go ahead oh I was gonna say I feel like soup season just makes life easier oh so much easier yeah yes me too I'm with you (laughs) I am making that recipe tomorrow for my kids oh good yes I bought the stuff I was like yes that is simple and everybody will generally eat it and so yeah. that is definitely what we are doing for sure. Good. Yeah, it's so easy. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of breakfast for dinner, <laughs> like Which I think toast and yeah. hash browns and stuff. And no one complains when you make yeah. French toast and hash browns for dinner. <laughs> I really don't. Chicken <laughs> or whatever, like it's or a quiche, like any of those kinds of things have yeah. just been. And I've been doing like a lot of sandwiches or charcuterie kinds of things. Yes, cold plates. Yeah. 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 And especially for lunches, I've been doing a lot of that. But the thing that saved me this week when my kids were just like hungry all the time was I made two dips at the beginning of the week. I made Mm -hmm. like just a really basic ham and pineapple with cream cheese dip. And then I made a clam dip. And mm. I had different pretzels and chips and crackers and stuff. And so when they'd be like, I'm hungry, I'm like, go get some dip. That's so, yeah, so smart. And it yeah. does go a long ways. <laughs> yeah, it really And I does. love the idea of changing out what you're dipping in there to make it like new and fresh and yeah. different. You, you can even do veggies or whatever. And, exactly. and it's got some protein, so it kind of keeps them yes. full a little bit longer. Yeah. And the, these dips have lasted us all week. Like we're going to finish out the week with it. And it's, that's been really nice. And I, I didn't feel like I was buying so many different snack foods too. Yes. To keep them yeah. full because that was just breaking the bank. So. Oh my goodness. It can just be a bottomless pit of yes. money down to the snack hole, the snack. Yeah. And oh, and yeah. it go, it's gone before you're home. Yes. I know. It's like you buy a box of <laughs> applesauce and granola bars and within a day, I'm like, what happened to all the applesauce and granola bars? This is gone. I know. I know. Yeah. Same story at our house. (laughs) So I just bought less of that stuff this past week and did more with like the dips and stuff and it's worked. I haven't been complaining. And so yeah, my favorite dip that I've been doing a lot for the summer, especially like on football nights when we're outside and eat dinner on that, on the run is a seven layer bean dip. And so, um, so I just do like a layer, I make it in a casserole dish and it's easy to transport because it's all in one, but um, just, just refried beans. And then you do like your guacamole, however you make that or buy it pre-made. And then there's a layer of like sour cream with lemon in it. And then you just put on your tomatoes and your cheese and your olives and whatever you like, you yeah. know, as far as toppings go. But um, yeah, that's my go-to yeah. dip right now. That's a great idea. 
I need to do that one for sure. That's like a whole dinner, really. I mean, yes, and it lasts for days. Like, yeah, that is so that. that's the best part. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I love that. That's a good one. Okay, I know we both had a few like favorite. I would call them favorite finds, but mine aren't all finds. Some of them are like things I'm doing differently that I like too. But mm-hmm. one of them that you actually tried when we were at the beach and I have absolutely loved is yes. my Australian gold botanical sunscreen. It's 50. It's for the face and it is tinted. And it's it, amazing. It's amazing. And it goes on like, so it's a mineral sunscreen, so it's not got all the chemicals in it. It goes on so silky, mm-hmm. just like dries nicely. You don't feel chalky. You don't look all yeah. white. Yeah. With like my fair skin, it's not like so tinted that I'm like, oh, I just look like I put on fake tanner. You know, like I absolutely adore it. I'm going to go buy more before the end of the season so that I can have it through the winter because I'll probably still use sunscreen. And, um, yeah, I absolutely love it. Well, I loved it too. And then Annabelle loved it. And my 13 year old, she thought it was amazing. And so I need to get some for both of us. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And a little goes a long way and it just, I've even been using it like on my shoulders and everything because it's 50 and it just goes on so nicely and you don't feel like you just spray painted yourself white, which is nice. (laughs) Yes, it is. (laughs) Um, I know I feel like um, sunscreen is one of those things you're always looking for your favorite and I like always try a different one until now I've gotten a few favorites but this one is like by far the best for faces ever (laughs) yeah yeah I absolutely love it I I know there's a lot of like more expensive ones that people swear by but this one's been so great like I don't even feel like I need to try the really expensive ones. no I I know yeah yeah I'm sold on it too Now, this is a really silly thing (laughs) that I've been doing, but I am seeing a wonderful difference and I love it. (laughs) Oh, I can't wait to hear. It's so dumb. But okay, I always, when I'm drying my hair, like I start by drying it with my head upside down. Uh And I've just been holding my head upside down for longer (laughs) while I dry it. I love it. It's so dumb. But I've been drying my hair upside down till like it's almost all the way dry and then just flipping it over and using a round brush to like curl yeah. my ends under. Oh, wow. How long does that take? About? I mean, 10 minutes. Yeah. It's so the blood's rushing to your head, but, but <laughs> it's probably good actually for you. <laughs> Circulation. Yeah. <laughs> and I, especially because my hair is getting a little bit longer now and I have super thick hair. And mm-hmm. so it tends to like drag down pretty easily. And this has been like the trick to getting more volume and volume that will stay longer. So I just like, I really focus the hairdryer like at my roots as I'm drying and then just kind of like work my way out. And I feel like it's making a difference. I mean, I use some product too, but I feel like it's the the hanging the head upside down. (laughs) It's really taking it over the edge. I love that. That's great. I'm going to try it tomorrow morning. Yes. I'll let you know how it goes. Thank you. Yes, I want a full report. Hopefully, you don't pass out when you stand. Oh no, I I won't. Um, Did you have a favorite thing? I feel like we talked about something. 
Well, I will have, I have a favorite drink this summer that oh, I, yeah, have. That I feel like good. I haven't gone any to any Starbucks or anywhere to have just, I, in the summertime, I do love ice drinks. Like I yeah. will drink hot coffee or tea all winter long, but in the summer I love things ice. So yeah. Um, Trader Joe's has this most amazing chai concentrate that is so good. So I have been making myself ice chais every once in a while. And I just, they're my favorite thing this summer that I found yeah. um, for a treat. So yeah, I'm, I'm hooked on those. Yeah. That sounds, I mean, so much so that I'm pretty sure I bought four last time because I'm worried that they're seasonal. And oh, <laughs> never gonna yeah. I think when I got to the checkout, the lady's like, oh no, these are here to stay. And I'm like, oh, I guess I don't need four of them. Yeah. <laughs> just, just to be safe. Yeah, better be safe than sorry. That's a good, I'm glad, glad you're covering your bases. <laughs> covering my bases. Um, I think my only other like favorite thing right now is actually the morning show that we started oh, to And, you know, I've done a morning show a lot in the past, but it's always kind of been hard to make happen again since then. And I was a little leery to do it because it requires me waking up a lot earlier, but I knew that I needed to, to get us like back in the groove for fall because I'm going to uh-huh. have to be waking up earlier then. So I was like, well, I'm going right. to start now kind of like getting myself back into that groove. And, you know, when we would do the show before, it would be like a 30 minute, you know, between 20 and 30 minutes when I did the live like a few years ago. These episodes yeah. have been almost a full hour every morning. Wow. And like doing like a webinar every morning because we yeah. already like the entire month of topics was planned in advance and we're walking through all of these things to like get ready for back to school. People have had such great questions and there's been such great conversation. I've just, I'm loving doing it again. It's just been Good. so fun. I feel energized when I'm done. I mm. still have a little bit of time before my kids get up and I'm able to put in mm-hmm. auditions and different things. It's just been such a fun life-giving time. I'm absolutely loving doing it again. And I didn't expect to enjoy it as much as I am. Oh, I'm so glad. That makes me so happy to hear that. I just just keep praying for you that your work is as life-giving as it can be, because I know you have a lot of work that you need to do as you're providing for your kids. And that is just such an answer to prayer whenever I hear like that the work that you're doing, you're finding joy in it. Yeah, because I I mean, you know, I've gone through some times, especially this summer, I think with like some heightened stress over things mm-hmm. and, you know, work being slower to where mm-hmm. and, and having my kids home and trying to juggle all of right. that, that it's just been really hard to like feel inspired and feel right. like I even know what to do. And so mm-hmm. it's just been so encouraging this week to feel like, oh, like I feel on top of it again and I'm feeling motivated and inspired and like this is the direction mm. we're headed in. And, and so that's been really refreshing to be getting back mm. to that place again. Yeah. And that's a huge answer to prayer for yeah. your dear friends who love you and are praying that over you yeah. in your life right now. So yeah, yeah. I so appreciate it. Well, you have a small army of people who just yeah. love you to death. And yeah, we, we are here through thick and thin for you and just, yeah, just praying for that. Exactly. So that is such a good report. Yeah. I just, I love hearing that like, those are the things you guys have prayed mm-hmm. for and it, mm-hmm. it makes a difference in a hard yeah. season, but not to get all serious. <laughs> so, okay. Okay. We've got just a couple of topics left and then we'll wrap this up because I think we've been going for a while here. I've totally lost track of how much time we've been talking, but what have you <laughs> been too. listening to? 
Oh, listening. Okay, I think that when I was thinking about what I've been listening to this summer, my favorite song that I, my kids are so sick of it because they play it all the time. <laughs> they're so tired of it. But they have their songs they play all the time, but I'm sick of it too. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's called Extraordinary Magic by Ben Rector. And I do a lot of Spotify. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where my music is at. And I love making Spotify playlists for different seasons. And so, yeah, um, that definitely was a favorite this summer for me. And then as far as like, I, I know I've told you this, I'm such a nerd, but I love listening to sermons. Yeah. <laughs> I would probably Good. choose to, li- I just have always loved sermons. I don't know. I would probably choose to listen to sermons. I have my favorites, I guess, like, like people listen to podcasts. I listen yeah. to them, So I have like the circuit. <laughs> yes. but, um, there's one this summer that I've, I've listened to probably three times now and I've made everyone that I know, I've tried to make them listen to it. I know, I know. I still need to. I'm so <laughs> bad. Okay. I know. No, it's okay. I'm, I'm done bugging you about it now, but um, I'm sure I'm moving on to something else. But um, it's called When the Battle Chooses You and it's by Stephen Furtick of Elevation Church. And um, yeah, it just was such an encouraging like word from God to me and not just for me personally, but for people in my life that I, you know, just going through really hard, hard things and yeah. um, just gives me hope for them. And um, yeah, so anyway, those are my things that I'm listening to. How okay. about you? Well, I mean, I've been doing my, my regular podcast rotation yeah. and that's mostly been, I think like four podcasts this summer that I've been listening to more so than others. I mean, well, well, okay, five, because it's always the Wally Show. My kids love the Wally Show. We just, yes. we always just listen. If the kids are in the car, we're either listening to our music, which I'll talk about in a second, but yeah. it's the Wally Show. But if it's just me and I'm listening to something like while I'm getting ready in the morning or something like that, mm-hmm. it's usually the Popcast, the Big Boo Cast, Gold Digger, which is a newer one in the last couple of months, but has been mm-hmm. really good for like motivation for my business and ideas. And yeah. And then this one, okay, so there's a little bit of language. You got to be aware of that, but it's Fat Mascara and it's beauty podcast and it's the two gals and they have on people from the beauty industry and they talk about new products and Mm. all kinds of different things. It's the one that I told you had the whole episode on like Ayurveda and all of that. Like it's got some really interesting guests and people that I wouldn't hear on like every other show. Right. Yeah. So I've been enjoying that kind of more nicheified nicheified podcast but then we're still i mean it's been years now but we're on the same kick of music that we've been on forever (laughs) and we just rotate through it and when we've like i know when we've gone out to the beach we like road trip with our music and we all rock out and we all sing to it and we dance in the car and i've actually had so much fun doing that and so it's always either the greatest showman which the greatest showman is the exact amount of time that it takes us to get to Coeur d'Alene Lake. <laughs> it just so wraps good. up like That's right such a better fighting. way to think about it than like the amount of actual minutes. <laughs> yeah. And then awesome. Hamilton, the first act of Hamilton <laughs> will get up uh-huh. to Coeur d'Alene almost exactly. And of course, nobody at me. It's the first act of Hamilton if we skip the songs that have profanity. <laughs> That's <laughs> what it takes to get us there. Uh-huh. Or there's certain songs that have profanity that we just know like we flip the volume back, you know, like down and then back up yeah a couple of words because the rest of the song is good right and then the one that I I've probably been listening to more than any other is oh now it's why is this happening to me why can't I remember uh a star is born that's oh it. yeah, yeah. And, which I still haven't watched that you told oh, me to watch that yeah I haven't done it yet 
it's it's intense but it's good and the soundtrack is just amazing and so we either always listen to like the first half of the soundtrack or the last half I've actually because they have actually some of the tracks are the lines from the show Mm -hmm. like they will just because it leads into the song and so Mm -hmm. they give the song context on the soundtrack which I Mm -hmm. love yes And there's just these couple of lines that he says to her that just like melt me every time he says them. And Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, all you got to do is trust me. And like, and then she gets out on the stage and she does like her her performance that he was like, you know, you can do it. I'm here for you kind of a thing. And I just Mm -hmm. love that. And then there's this interaction where he tells her that he loves her and like to go perform this song a certain way. And then she performs the song. And so every time I like, I always make my kids listen to the the lines before we listen to the song. Mm -hmm. But I typically start it like right before shallow, which is like the middle of the soundtrack. And then we we finish out the end of the soundtrack. And especially for me, like singing is a huge, um, like stress reliever for me. Yes. Yeah. It literally like calms my heart down. Mm-hmm. And like, I have a physiological mm-hmm. response when I can just belt something. Yes. And so that has I been that. a big, a big thing for me this summer. Yeah. Singing is therapeutic for you. Yeah, That's so, really it's really beautiful. That's been my thing. Yeah. I love that. I know Annabelle loves having that um, phone in the car and then we have a lot of our favorite playlists downloaded, but we definitely have an in the car one that we flip through yeah. and it's got all sorts of good stuff on it. I love that. She loves being in charge of what we're listening to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But did you guys have something when you were driving to the beach? Oh, no. I just, the driving to the beach music is such a fun summer memory. Yeah. Oh, it totally is. I felt like we made, we made the day a memory from the moment we left the house to the moment we got back, you know? Yeah. And I'm just like, we didn't waste any of it. Exactly. It was fun. Music is so powerful. Annabelle was telling me um, when we were on the way the other day that she remembered a song, trying to think of what song it was now. I think it was something that had come up on her Spotify playlist, which is like, mom, I remember listening to this song when we lived in Black Diamond, which was when she was three. Wow. And I'm just like how she, she must have, she has amazing memory. Like music is so powerful of how it can take you back in time, you know? Totally. Um, so I love that. Yeah. These songs have definitely like shaped my kids' lives. Yes. Um, for the last. And I, I love that you guys are still going with them as strong, you know, no one's tired of them yet. I know. It's too good to get tired of. (laughs) I know. It's it's pretty crazy that they are still like as ingrained in our family. You would think we would totally be sick of it, but I think it's also maybe like part of the musical theater person. Uh Like when I was growing up, we just, we listened to our shows, like our musical theater shows over and over and over again. And, and it's been fun because there's been a few nights where I'll basically like do a concert of my best hits. (laughs) The girls, and it's like everything from Les Mis to Miss Saigon to A Walk to Remember, (laughs) all these different songs. And yeah, it's been, it's been really fun. So. I love that. Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Like all these random things. I'm like, I'm giving you culture. There you go. <laughs> there. Oh, I know. And they don't even know how lucky they are to have a mom who can sing for them. All of those. Oh. That's really special. Yeah. it was. It's fun. Mm-hmm. And it was funny too, because, you know, I've put it a little bit on Instagram uh, here and there. And <laughs> we had Eliza, a friend of ours, who is also seven years old, my daughter's <laughs> Stay the night. And as I was putting them to bed, she goes, Are you going to sing for us? <laughs> 
And I was like, uh, I don't know. She was like, I really want you to sing for us. I love that. <laughs> goes, I've seen you on Instagram and I really <laughs> think I'm not going to let you get yeah, away. Yeah, she's that. like, I know you sing every night. And so I want to be a part of this. I was just Aww. cracking up. I was like, okay. <laughs> <She's great. laughs> like, I mean, she's seven. The fact that she'd seen it on Instagram, like, I know what's going on here. <laughs> I was cracking up. <sighs> well, anyway, that's, I guess, that's our, all of our favorites. All the things. That's our favorites. Yeah, reading and watching and yeah, and eating and so yeah. Hopefully that gave you ladies some ideas as you are wrapping up your summer and making the most of the sweet little moments that we have left. And mm-hmm. we'd love to hear your ideas too. So make sure you leave them in the comments or um, get a hold of us on the Facebook page or anything like that. We would love to hear them. And hey, if you're not in Patreon yet and you want to be a part of the morning show come get in for just three dollars and be a part of the morning show so that's like nothing all right well i guess that's (laughs) it for today i will talk to you soon show oh love you so much friend this was so fun do it again soon okay you will next week (laughs) all right yeah sounds good okay (laughs) bye bye all right that's it for not only this episode but for the entirety of season four, you guys, we made it. We did all four seasons. We're launching season five next week. Shell will actually be back on the show next week talking about all the changes with me. We're going to flip the script a little bit, and she is going to interview me for the beginning of the year, which should be a lot of fun. We're going to be releasing YouTube videos soon. We're going to be doing more on Instagram. There's all kinds of things that are happening. So be sure to stay tuned, get involved, follow on social media, Find me at Mackenzie Cop on Instagram, patreon.com slash cultivating the lovely. We want to have you be a part of this tribe because it's an amazing tribe of women. Also, if you haven't already, we are so close to that 500 reviews on iTunes. If you want to just hop over to the iTunes store or in your podcasting app and leave a really quick rating and review for the podcast of just like a, a solidarity showing your support thing at the end of season four, I would be so, so grateful for you doing that. Just has to be a, a quick one line thing. Tap on that five star review. It would be awesome, especially as we're launching season five to just be getting things off the ground, out of the gate, the best possible way that we can. Share about it with your friends, share on social media. If you share on Instagram, I will make sure to check it out and reshare it to my channel and my IG stories. So that's what we've got going on there. Thank you to all of you who do that. If you want the show notes for this episode, go to boldturquoise.com slash 129. That's where you can find everything that we talked about today. And until next week, when we launch season five, go be bold and gracious. Bye.